0: Welcome to Behind the Audition Podcast with your host, Kurt Hilton. Listen in on interviews with voiceovers, filmmakers, producers, animators, and much more. Kurt, a voice actor himself, will give insider tips to the business, talk with guests about how they got into the business, and be sure to stay tuned to the end of the podcast when he challenges his guests with a pop up audition. Now it's time for Behind the Audition Podcast. Here's Kurt Hilton. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Audition Podcast. On this episode, I got to speak to the amazing Charlie Toro. We talked about how he went from being a musician to being a voiceover. He gave some great marketing tips. We talked about understanding the business, the passion being a voiceover, and so much more. So sit back and enjoy another episode of Behind the Audition Podcast. All right, coming to the show. One of my favorite VOs of all time, and I've been waiting so long, so long to have you. I think I probably it almost seems like, dude, I'm going to be on the show. You're on the show. Charlie Turo, Thanks so much for being on the show. How are you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm having a good night. It's been we you know, we talked before the show. It's it's such a such a cool thing to have you on here. I mean, you are one of my all time favorite VOs out there right now. I mean, you're blowing it up. Thank you. And you got one of the, the coolest promo voices out there. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, you're my favorite going on right now. I mean, so thank you for, and the, the, one big thing I want to say before we start the show, you are the realest guy on social media that motivates us VOs. And I just want to say thank you for doing that. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Absolutely. My, my first question, you know, since we're going to get this going, I know you're a musician, but what got you into this saying, you know what, I'm going to be v- VO. What what made you want to do this?
1: <laughs> well, that would be a long story, <laughs> but I'm going to try to shorten that up. Um, well, I was being used for like five years. Five years, I was doing voiceover for free for everybody in my hometown. Literally, I didn't even know what the hell voiceover was. It's just that I was playing in a band, and every time during songs or during in between songs, I would just do some voices on the on the microphone. Club owners would see that and go, "Hey." Hmm, maybe we can get Charlie on the microphone during sound check. I'll write a script and then just give it to him and he'll... Everybody shut up! And then record, have the sound man record Charlie. And then I'll put it on the radio. So I'd be driving down the road and i hear my voice and... Whoa, I'm on the radio! And I didn't care, I was playing in a band. I didn't know anything about voiceover. So that just kept happening and happening. And people just kept getting word. So I was doing stuff for businesses and everything. I went to this radio station, uh, local radio station that would use me all the time. And I had still had no idea what anything was, what voiceover was, if you could make money, make a career, nothing. I was playing in a band and I was just having fun. So a friend of mine came to me one day and he says, Hey, Charlie, I have this, this, uh, this gas water or gas bottle that you could put on your hip and it's an invention that i made and i want an infomercial i want to make an infomercial uh can you like write me in an infomercial and, and do some voiceover and i'm like what are you talking about what the hell what are you talking about he's like voiceover man what you do on the microphone I go, oh that's what they call it voiceover he's like yeah dude i need to school you on this stuff so literally he was the guy who showed me everything about it told me everything about it and i was like oh my god I- I need to go back to the people that I've been, you know, working for for like five years because I didn't consider it work. But after he told me that and after I got paid Mm -hmm. for doing his products for an infomercial, I had to write out the script and everything for him. I was like, Whoa, you can get paid this much for this? shit that i've been doing for years oh my god so that's when i was you know that's when i was like totally okay now it's time to do some classes do some workshops do some coaching and i did all that for a couple years before i even started working so and i wanted to be ready when i came out and i still wasn't ready but you know once you start meeting people you start learning more start getting into more coaching, into more workshops and start learning where you really need to be in this business.
0: Absolutely. You know, but the, the thing is you passed the first test, you talked normal, a lot of VOs and you, and you know, this. a lot of voiceovers. They'll, they'll try to use a different voice. You know, they'll do a radio puke or they'll do something crazy. Oh, and I used to do that too. Don't get me wrong. I used to do that too. Yeah. But you got that normal voice that everybody wants. Like the promo, the trailer voice, you have the voice. And when you talk natural, you can do it and do it normal. And that's what a lot of people would love to have. And and having that voice, when you did your first audition to get that promo that you want, what's that job that you auditioned for that you know now with the training you have, what's that audition you know you could have got? There's so many of them.
1: So many of them that I could have got a lot of them. If I would have known what I know now you know yeah. so it's it's a journey man I mean you think you know but then when you get on the mic and you start doing stuff it's mm-hmm. it's a totally different thing it's because in voiceover no matter what genre you're you're doing there's always a pivot somewhere you know there's right. always somewhere where you have to pivot and really understand the copy so doing that was the number one thing and uh now I'm doing it so can't wait to start working again tomorrow.
0: I, that's, and, and, and it's funny. We're up late. We're having fun. We're talking shop. Right. It's like 2 a.m. I think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we're both on the East coast and, and and it's just so cool. Like if we were working at a nine to five job. Yeah. We, we definitely I'm, wouldn't be doing this. No, I'm going to bed, man. I got to get up, you know, yeah, stuff. See but this is our passion and this is how cool this job is. Right. What was the first big thing when you, okay. So you went in from your, your, your job and you like, now nah, I want to be a VO. What's the first purchase you made? knowing you're going to do this. What was what was, the big, what was the big first purchase you made? The first big purchase I made? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I was actually using a, a regular Shure microphone from the band days when I first started doing voiceover, mm-hmm. and that's all I was using. And then I started entering some voiceover and guitar contests, and I was winning first place in the contest and judges pick in the contest, and each one was $500 wins. So... Each week I was into two different contests. I was making two to $3,000 a week, just doing contests alone for like three years. So I made a lot of money doing that. And that's where I got all my equipment. You know, I literally (laughs) bought all my equipment with that, the contest money. And, uh, I, I, literally made a living for three years with contests while I was starting voiceover. So that gave me a lot of practice with all those contests too.
0: That is awesome. And and with your voice, I gotta ask. Do you ever go to the store and mess with always, people? Like, always. I a-
1: cannot go to the store without <laughs> messing with somebody. My girlfriend's always going, would you stop? Would you just stop? So, that is yeah, awesome. That's my passion, just to go out and mess with the girl behind the register. Always.
0: So, so tell me about a story when you, you saw something or did something, you did like a promo or something to mess with them. Uh, so, Something that I did to mess with the register? Yeah. The register girl?
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. There's so many of them. Oh my God. <laughs> there was a guy who was in front of me the other day. And actually, this was last week. And he had a real super thick Boston accent. And he was talking really loud. Uh-huh. And he was like, Yeah, yeah. I don't, he was doing this real bu- crazy. Boston accent. And I was studying him while he was in. I I don't think I could even do it now because I was studying, studying him so hard while he was at the register. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go up to the register. As soon as he's off, he's right in front of me. As soon as he's gone, I'm going to be him to the girl at the register and freak (laughs) her out. And I did. She flipped out. She's like, looked at me like, oh my God. And the guy in front of me stopped to look at me and just listen to everything I said. And he was chuckling and he was like, I forgot what he said to me, but I think it was something like smart ass or something. And I was like, okay, see you later. But uh, I love doing that kind of stuff, man.
0: So, you know, one thing I do is, it, it sounds crazy, but I think it's something I learn from people is like on social media, like you and other VOs. You give good knowledge and good feedback and, and good uh, ideas for marketing. You, I've actually reached out to you a couple of times about LinkedIn marketing strategies that have been fantastic. Thank you for that. But one Welcome. you just, one you just said, and it actually makes sense. When you're out and about, and you you have all these people talking and Characters all these are at, everywhere. Yes, I that was like an explosion in my head. I was like, oh my gosh.
1: Yep. All you have to do is sit. And yes. Listen. Listen, when you go out, I mean, really think about that. Go out. Do you ever just go out and listen? Yeah. Just shh, quiet and listen yeah. and just listen to everybody talk and then try to pick <laughs> your favorite person and try to, you know, try to emulate them a little bit. And I don't know. I love studying people and, and the way their characteristics are. Yeah. So I could try to bring that into my work, you know,
0: yeah, sometimes that is hilarious i was uh at the store today uh shopping for body spray because i've been walking in this million degree heat and you know during the daytime it's like i get some body spray i just gotta feel a little better about and i'm just i I took your advice and i'm sitting there in this aisle spraying stuff and getting like 57 cents of stuff but then i'm hearing people and it was like a million voices i'm like oh my gosh that was the best idea that i've ever heard (laughs) And then when you leave, you know, it's it's like, try to do that accent. I was just talking uh, to Amy Smith. She's an Australian voice actress, Australian accents and British accents. Everybody thinks they can do them, but no, you, you, you can't until you really practice. So kudos to you on that. And um, to newbies coming into the world of voice acting, what's the first thing you would tell them to do if they were you to do? Yeah. Like what's the first thing? Some people buy equipment, some people get coaching. What would you tell them to do? I would tell them to first understand who you
1: are. Know yourself in all ways. That's going to help you read copy. If you know yourself in all ways, what's going to stop you? You know.
0: Mm-hmm. And when it
1: comes to acting, I believe everyone's an actor. Every single one of us. We're all actors on the stage right now. If I was to step on your foot right now, Kurt, <laughs> Would you act like it hurt? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You <laughs> would definitely act like it hurt. So we're yeah. all actors one way or another. I mean, even if you're uh, forced to.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, That's a good point.
1: Um, I, another thing. Don't quit your day job. That's right. for sure. Learn a lot. Learn a lot about this whole entire industry from the top to the bottom because there's so much to learn that you will never stop learning. You're going to be in your hospital bed when you're dying still mm-hmm. learning. Mm-hmm. That's how far this industry goes. Well, I didn't want to make it that crazy, but, um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, it's, you could learn forever.
0: Absolutely. And so you, I mean, I, like I said, I literally see you, you know, you give feedback and you give advice. What's some like prep work for you? You get up in the morning, you have some auditions. What, what's a day in the life in Charlie Toro, like for prep? Oh, you don't want to know that. Sometimes Charlie Toro doesn't
1: go to sleep. So sometimes I just don't get up in the morning. I stay up. I'm like, what? do I, it's like five o'clock. It's going to be like that tonight too. So, and I'm like, okay, it's five o'clock in the morning. I need to be up by eight. Why should I sleep? You know, so I'll try to stay up, but, or try to go to sleep, but it's, sometimes it just doesn't work because my mind is just moving a million miles a minute. Mm-hmm. And I just want to just keep working, keep writing things down, keep recording things. Just, I, I don't know why. I think I'm just hooked on this right now because I just, sometimes I can't stop.
0: Well, I mean, so you are a musician also, you play the drums, you sing your front man, you are a drummer. Constantly you know, creating. Yes. And, and so do you, do you, has being a musician actually helped you prep being a voiceover also? Like, yes. You know? Yeah. Okay. Um, like I said, in one of my
1: posts on LinkedIn, a couple of weeks ago, if, I believe if, if we as voice actors were to get like the music bed for everything that we were doing, everything that we were auditioning for, I think we would be able to catch the tone of whatever we're doing, especially for me, because I am a musician. Mm -hmm. So when I hear a tone in the music bed, I, I can catch that
0: tone really quick with my voice. So, Yeah. And, and being a musician, have you ever created your own music beds for your work? Yes, all the time. Yeah. I've, I've seen you play guitar and you've like almost melted my face through, <laughs> through the, uh, I mean, it's crazy. And I'm surprised you're not like seriously in like on TV playing the guitar. I mean, you really do a good job on that. And so thank you, brother. Thank you. No problem. And, and my, my next thing is so social media content as voice actors, um, I totally went blank with his name and oh, uh, my God, Corey Disson, Corey, he, um, I actually reached out to him cause that's one of the, one of the guys I want to have on the show. He made one of the, probably one of the things he said to me that stuck out. Um, when you put something on social media, it's like spraying and praying. I think that's right. what he said. Right. Your content is clean and it makes sense every time. What would you tell voiceovers? Cause I even get caught in this. Sometimes I just put nonsense up there. And after I post, I'm like, Oh my gosh, what, why, why did I put that on there? You know what I mean, we do, we all do it. You know what I'm saying? It's, right, like, right. it's like, you're having those days where you're just, you're, you, you're like, I need to get work. So I'm just going to, I'm going to read, I'm going to read this receipt I bought from Harris Teeter. You know what I mean? And you post it on there. What keeps you like in the state of mind where I'm going to put some good content, good content out there.
1: I'll tell you what it is for me and it might not be this for everyone, but I like to be 100% spontaneous. I will not sit at a table and think, okay, what am I going to market myself as tomorrow Mm -hmm. or Thursday or Friday? God bless Corey for teaching that to everyone. But Mm -hmm. I can't do that because when I'm sitting at a table and and I'm thinking about what to do, I'll be sitting there forever Mm -hmm. and really not thinking of what to do. My, my way of doing this is just i'll be sitting in the garage before i walk into the into the booth and a thought will come to my head and it's always about voiceover because i'm always doing voiceover you know Mm -hmm. some thought will come to my head and i will go okay i'll just make a video and make it like this you know and just go right into it right like if you know sometimes i'll grab the camera and just walk this way and then walk that way and then cut and walk this way and walk and just do little things like that and talking about something, you know, and then add some, some effects in there so people can have fun watching it, Mm -hmm. maybe have a laugh or two and that's it. I just, I want people to see me as me, nobody else. When you're seeing Charlie Toro with his videos, that's me. That's nobody else but me. And I know I got a lot of haters for doing it that way, but that's okay because it works. Not everyone's going to like you. And it
0: especially works. Especially
1: in this business. And yeah. It works for me. Yeah. You know, and what I do doesn't necessarily work for somebody else, but you know, you can take little things here and there from what I do and do it yourself.
0: Well, I would say the haters don't like it because you're not doing it the way they want to do it. And that they're just mad because you're doing it the way you're doing it and it works. Oh, I love them. Yeah. I love them anyways. <laughs> I love my haters.
1: <laughs> I love them. They keep me going.
0: Oh, I love it. And so uh, when you meet your clients, this is a big question I have for you. You meet your clients and you're excited about it. Do you take every job? I know you I know the answer to this, but for those getting into this world, what's the first thing you ask your clients? Cause their voiceovers will take any job because they want that money. Right. What's the first thing you ask your client to know? Yep. This is what I'm going to do. Can you elaborate on that a little more? So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have you, let me see, because I know what kind of work you like to do. I'm gonna have you do a commercial that's totally unethical to your liking, but it's five thousand dollars. Oh, okay. How are so you it, how are you gonna ask me questions and how are you gonna get out of that?
1: Well, if if I if it wasn't if I if it was something that I wasn't, you know, ready to do or didn't mm-hmm. like doing, I wouldn't do it no matter how much you're going to give me. Right. Um, if I didn't believe in the product or believe in what I'm trying to inform people about, I'm not going to do it, period. That's mm-hmm. just, I'm not going to do it. And uh, I would advise for everyone to do the same thing. And if it's not, it's if it's not you, don't do it. Don't ruin yourself over $5,000,
0: you know? Perfect. Love that. I love that. And, and it's, it's kind of like agents. There are a million agents and coaches out there for voiceovers getting to this world. What, what do you look in in a coach and what do you look in in an agent?
1: Hmm. In an agent? Uh, I don't need no stinking agent, man. I don't need no stinking <laughs> Um, what do I look in an agent? Uh, um, when agent I'm, I'm looking for someone who could actually see my talent and what I can actually do and then do something about it. And yeah. That's what I like about some agents. Yeah. Um, what was the other question?
0: That's it. That's it. I think that's it. You know what? If I do find an it, agent I'm, or a client or something like that. Maybe that's what it was. Oh, my gosh. Oh, great. you said a coach and an coach. agent. A coach. What do you look for in a coach? Oh, my gosh. That's so fun I gotta start, I'm going to start looking at my sheet then. I try doing that on my sheet because we're going to have fun with this. <laughs> you got me.
1: Well, what I look for in a coach is how long has he been, has he been coaching? How long has he been actually doing voiceover in the business? And Mm -hmm. is he still working? Um, I, I tend not to go to too many coaches that are not working because, you know, most of the time when they're not working, that's what they're doing they're coaching. And I'd rather be with somebody who's just coaching. That's just really wanting to help people a lot, you know, and, uh, they're, they're out there. They're definitely out there. I found quite a few. So
0: yeah. And, and it
1: took me a while to, to find them, but I found them for me.
0: You That's know, good.
1: you'll, you you you'll, my, my advice for people to go out there is don't stick with one coach, go and try out as many coaches as you possibly can, because mm-hmm. there's going to be that one coach that is for you, man. And you will know it because they're going to be all about you and they're going to help you in every single way. And you will know it because you're going to feel it in your heart. You definitely will. That's and awesome. In your brain, That's awesome. Will.
0: And motivating as, as far as, uh, I know there's agents and pay to play sites. What do you think about pay to plays? Like, do you think they're, they're still strong nowadays? Uh,
1: I, I did pay to plays for, I think two years. And I think I'm still, like, up there dormant somewhere mm-hmm. in, in some of those pay to plays, but uh, I've never had much um, anything on those. I mean, I've, I've booked, like, I was on one for a year, and I booked three, you know, right. which is okay, but for the amount of uh, auditions that you do on that website mm-hmm. to get three all year long is like, okay. But <laughs> I, I would have to say that, the more you do work on that website, I believe you'll get better. I mean, cause you're going to sit there and look at all the stuff that you did in the past for auditions on that website and go, holy shit, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> and you're just going to clean your act up and then you might as well go, see a see a right. pay to play because I, I, I'm a lot better than this now. And then you could just go your own way and, and hustle and get your own jobs. You don't need anybody else.
0: Absolutely. And you know, I took some of your advice, um, LinkedIn, it's a great, great way to build relationships and absolutely
1: LinkedIn it to me is the number one place to put yourself in
0: front of who exactly needs to see you right but I want to give you a shout out on this and I will call some voiceovers out because I've seen it many times when you connect on LinkedIn what's the worst thing you could do (laughs) on LinkedIn I'm going to ask you because you've probably seen it when you connect with somebody what's the first and worst thing you could do um sell yourself yeah
1: you don't want to sell yourself because people get so turned off when they see a post that says you know hi i'm a voice actor and i've been voice acting for so long and if you <laughs> could ever use me for anything you want i'm here and uh you know just contact me and we'll talk uh they're scrolling right past that most people are just scrolling right past that unless you're some kind of phenom you know and they're like oh my god listen to this guy he sounds like but other than that, no, uh, don't sell yourself guys, gals, don't sell yourself. Um, just allow your talent to speak for itself is what I have to say. Let your talent speak for itself. Shine, shine, shine.
0: And, and I, have learned, uh, it's kind of I actually sometimes I let sit there because they'll reach out hey I'm a voiceover if you need me to voice any projects and then I'm like wow do I am I that bad where they want <laughs> they want to do voiceovers for me like like hang on what's my profile say Oh wait a <laughs> minute. he's trying to sell me something so so let's talk about your promo I mean you are doing a lot is there anything that you that's coming out that you can talk about
1: there's there's stuff that out, out right now that I can't talk about. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's driving me crazy. But <laughs> the past three years, it's been NDA hell for me. And I know there's like a period where you can talk about it and stuff. But mm-hmm. every time I try to reach out and go, can I see it? Can I use it? Can I, where is it? And everyone's always like, Shh, shut up. Don't tell <laughs> him. They don't say that. But it's like, <laughs> I feel like everyone's like, don't tell that guy. Um, it's just crazy. Nobody tells me. You know, th- this is their thing. Okay, uh, we'll get back with you. Or, no, we, we talk to the higher-ups, and uh, we can't at this moment. And, uh, okay. and Or complete silence. Yeah. So I'm never getting anything back. And I always have to go out and look for it, you know? yeah, and I hate doing that, but whatever. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working, excited. and that's all I'm worried about. I'm happy working, happy to be working, and wouldn't want to be doing anything else right
0: now. Uh, a couple more things for, i uh, let you go here. So one thing that I've you and a couple, of, a bunch of us doing TikTok, it's taken over the world with auditions. And I think it's really cool. I actually saw one of your promos, um, uh, a couple of voiceover trailer promos, like, can you be a voiceover audition me? Blah, blah, blah. What do you think about TikTok and auditioning uh, on that platform just for fun?
1: Um, I know a lot of people are having a lot of success on TikTok. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I, I go on there and I just throw my stuff up, and people like it, and and you know, I get some fans here and there. Hey, man, what are you going to put something else up? Okay, man, put something else up. And, like, okay, man, <laughs> else up. and uh, but you know, uh, TikTok's not for me. I'm a fifty year old, fifty four year old guy. I don't need to be out there. I mean, well, well, it's changing, right? It's yeah, changing. man. I mean,
0: it, your voice doesn't age. You may Do they age. have but like TikTok for fifty five. I, I mean, I mean, you know, it's so funny. TikTok some, for fifty-five and older. Yeah, some days I like it, and some <laughs> days I'm like, "Will you quit dancing on this platform?" You know what I mean? I wish you'd stop <laughs> dancing. My, my, my. One of my last questions is: When is Chopper gonna get an Instagram and TikTok page?
1: Everybody you know,
0: loves that dog, man.
1: You know, my girlfriend keeps telling me the same thing: When are you gonna make Chopper a page? Because he's taking your limelight, man. <laughs> he's taking your spotlight man i swear to god every time i put that damn dog up
0: he's getting like millions of likes and everything i'm like
1: you little bastard
0: <laughs> those but... dogs are the smartest <laughs> dog right jack russell terriers are the smartest dog on the planet right yeah i guess so
1: i mean i've had some pretty uh, every dog i've ever owned was a jack russell so i know how to handle them very well and i know how to train them very well so when i got chopper he was he was a little bastard in the beginning, and he still is. But uh, he's he's one of the greatest dogs I've ever had in my life. Man, I love that dog so much.
0: Oh man, that's awesome! Well, it's time to have some fun. It's time for the audition challenge. Are you ready? No, but go ahead anyway. All right. So I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you a script here. This is a little copy I wrote, and it's gonna bring you back. I I thought about this uh, this show. So I'm gonna have you read a promo for this because I know you're the perfect guy for it. And whenever you're ready, go ahead and take it away. <laughs> okay. They're here,
1: and they're mad. You thought they were gone, but you were wrong. Coming Thursday on the WBV, and they still eat hamsters.
0: <laughs> Do you remember that show? Yeah. <laughs> that that show traumatized me as a kid. I, I, I remember that that one scene where that. Guy ate the hamster and he had it in his throat. And, you know, like I was growing up in the eighties and I remember seeing that thing. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like b- before you go, man, just one big, I guess, tell, tell, tell people getting into this world. I always had, it's a cliche thing. What advice do you give for those who are really serious about doing this? Cause it is a lot of needing thick skin and really hard work. What is some advice you'd give to those? Don't stop. Don't quit keep
1: going even when you feel like you're getting that um you know what what do they call that that syndrome uh that uh they want to they see somebody else doing it and they feel like oh i'm 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 not even as good as they are what's that syndrome called again um I, i'm losing it tonight are we <laughs> high on marijuana what the hell is going on
0: here it, this is the coolest one ever because it is late people don't know but i don't care i'm having a ball man I, it was it's just it, it's it's sometimes we do have brain locks and it's okay <laughs> and that's what's good about these shows and if somebody knows it they'll let us know <laughs> imposter syndrome See? Imposter, it works.
1: i got it See? so yeah don't worry about the imposter syndrome i get it every single day every single day and then i have to pound myself in the head every comes every once in a while mm-hmm. and then tell myself to just stop it, man. You're good the way you are. Mm-hmm. You are you. Nobody's like you. Yeah. Nobody's like them. You're nothing like them. You never will be like them. You are you. So I just totally trigger myself back into reality and then get back into work. And my advice would be just keep, keep, keep grinding until you got flames coming off your ass. I love it. Literally. I love it. I love it, Literally man. Literally, Keep doing it, man. Don't is, stop. Don't quit.
0: This is so cool. And man, I appreciate you being on here because like I said, I've asked and I you, I
1: appreciate you, bro. You,
0: you, I probably asked you a billion times. I know you're the, one of the busiest guys out there, but it means a lot because you're real, man. And I've said this to you before we started the show. You're real. Everything you post is real. You're not a fake guy. And if Thank you, you don't like something, you'll say it. And that's what I like about <laughs> you as a person. And if, and and if for those who don't know you, I mean, I've never met you in person, but I your your content makes you feel like I know you because you're not you're not messing with us on there and, and you you help us you motivate us you tell us about your bad days your good days I love people man yeah and I love you you're taking people. us on a ride and it feels like you know what we're doing this together and Charlie Toro thank you for being you and thank you for being on the behind the audition podcast love you dude <laughs> love you man you rock man I appreciate you absolutely thank you. for more information about Charlie Toro be sure to check out his website at charlieturovo.com. Thanks for listening in on Behind the Audition podcast made possible by Hilton Productions. If you need a male or female voiceover, contact us at hiltonproductions.com. Hilton Productions, let our voices do the selling.